Fix the World, Episode 9, Protect Women and Children. I'm Doug Dix. Females suffer and die from gender-based discrimination and violence and poor maternal care. Kids suffer and die as a consequence. From early ages, girls are taught to cultivate external beauty in order to serve male sexual desire. The world suffers as a consequence from stifled development of female internal qualities, such as empathy and compassion. According to the World Bank, almost 300,000 moms worldwide die of pregnancy each year. The most common causes are postpartum infection or bleeding, high blood pressure, complications during delivery, and unsafe abortion. Sanitation and trained birth attendants could prevent most of these deaths. According to a 2019 report from the UN Population Fund and its collaborators, $264 billion spent over 10 years could, quote, end all preventable maternal deaths, cover all unmet needs for family planning, and put a stop to gender-based violence, unquote. Let's spend that money. Perhaps it will end all preventable maternal deaths and cover all unmet needs for family planning. But those are the easy parts. Gender-based violence is too entrenched to be bought off with money. So no, we're not going to end gender-based violence for a few billion dollars or for any higher amount because it's not about money. It's about sex and the fear of being alone, which is perhaps our greatest fear. We all want a partner. We want the best one we can get and will deceive to get her or him. But deception is forced harm, and gender-based deception is why our world needs fixing. Will you give up deception? We can end hunger and poverty, ensure primary education, empower women, fight disease, protect our environment, and forge a global partnership for development, all for some amount of money. But gender-based violence requires a global commitment to honesty. It's the linchpin for fixing the world. This is where the battle will be won or lost. And the only way to win it is to want honesty bad enough. But honesty is not taught in school, college, church, or synagogue, or at home. To fix the world, we'll need to make it the major subject. Violence is the use of force to cause harm, and males are violent against females. According to the World Health Organization, a third of women globally are victims of physical sexual violence, and that's an underestimate. A recent survey claims that almost all women are vi victims of sexual harassment, some 97% of them, although that's likely an overestimate. Whatever the true number, it's too high. To fix the world, we'll have to reduce it. Marriage, surprisingly, 
is the chief problem. Instead of a mutual covenant for joy and comfort, marriage remains a relic of female exploitation. The human species is more than 100,000 years old, but rape was never considered a crime until some 4,000 years ago, when a few small societies began, just began, to think of coerced sex as wrong. Before 1970, it was legal, even normal, in America for husbands to force sex upon their wives. Now it's illegal in every state. Some 12% of American wives report being raped by their husbands, but only 3% bring their case to court. Some 33% of wives have unwanted sex with their husbands. Maternal rape, however, is too new a concept. Most wives still consider non-consensual marital sex as normal. But marriage is for husbands, not wives. Across diverse cultures, only about 50% of wives report being sexually satisfied by their husbands. Most wives do not want regular sex with their husbands, according to Good Housekeeping magazine. But they have it from fear of divorce or abandonment. How is that not rape? I suspect Viagra has made marital rape more common as women lose desire for intercourse with age while they gain new fear of being left alone. Most states in the U.S., allow minor girls between ages 12 and 17 to marry with parental consent. But 11 states have no minimum age of marriage if the parents consent. Between 2000 and 2018, some 300,000 minor girls, some as young as 10, were married in the U.S. The parents consented. But the girls were too young to consent because they couldn't know what marriage implies. Almost all such marriages were to older men, and each of them knew precisely what he would force upon his girl bride. So there's much to be done in protecting females from men. And much of it is subtle. From childhood, Girls are taught to play with dolls, listen to fairy tales, enjoy romantic movies, and model older women, all to discover the answer to one overwhelming question. What makes women beautiful? Know this answer well. It's the shape of the human body and how it is displayed and decorated. Hence the swimsuit competition at beauty pageants. Female beauty consists of styled hair and the skillful use of cosmetics, jewelry, perfume, lingerie, clothing, ambiance, glamour, facial expression, body language, and refined speech, all to create something artificial 
something deceptive, in other words. The fairy tales, movies, and older role models teach girls that deception is the means to catching a male. And the greater the beauty, the better the male a girl can catch. So life for females becomes a high-stakes beauty pageant. Win and you get a Ken. A who? What is Ken? Ken is Barbie's boyfriend. When you win the beauty pageant, you get a Ken. When you lose, you're alone for life. But even when you win, there's the growing problem of keeping Ken happy. As women age, this becomes ever more challenging and exhausting. Listen, it's not worth the trouble. The frantic effort to keep Ken happy is why women buy hair care products, cosmetics, jewelry, perfume, etc., rather than fixing the world. Ken's not worth that. Better to have no man at all than one who wants a Barbie for a mate. Don't dress up for a date. If you want to be loved for who you are, don't pretend to be what you are not. Be yourself and shop for a male who wants what you are. But care about what you are. Real beauty is not about how you look, but how you live. Take less, give more, leave more alone, and help the needy. That's what women want to do naturally. It's what they would do if they weren't catering to male expectations. So stop the catering and fix the world by boycotting deception. Boycotts work. Remember Gandhi's boycott of British fabric and salt, Martin Luther King's Montgomery bus boycott, Caesar Chavez's boycott of Delano grapes, and the Infant Formula Action Coalition's boycott of Nestle's. But you need a union to make a boycott effective. So form one. Form a World Union of Moms, or W-U-M. Pronounce it womb and recruit all who have one and all who want to protect those who have one. And then use that union to boycott the agents of deception. Don't color or style your hair or use cosmetics, jewelry, perfume, lingerie, clothing, ambiance, glamour, or deceptive facial expression, body language, or speech. Be natural and don't perform for male amusement. Sex is like heroin. The more you do it, the more you need to do it to get the same high. Eventually, you reach a limit. With heroin, it's respiratory depression. You take a lethal dose and you stop breathing. With sex, it's boredom. Once you've done it repeatedly with the same mate, it's just too dull. Do it again and you'll die of boredom. But men insist, hence the deception, the fake orgasms, the fantasizing and flirting and cheating. 
Be honest. Sex is great the first time, and second, and third, and for a while. But then it loses something on each repetition. So you work to spice it up. You try new positions. You accessorize with gourmet food, a villa in Tuscany, a safari, a country club, a yacht. But it all costs money. And what you spend on propping up Ken's fantasies, you can't spend on caring for needy moms and kids. They miss their breakfasts and vaccines as a result. That's the gender-based violence that comes from deception. It has to end if we're to have a shot at fixing the world. Be yourself. Boycott deception. Thanks for listening. Please tune in next week.